0: a Hillman, and this is what I think. In my little town of Mendocino, the actual village is very small, and there's a cute little co-op. I, yeah, it's a co-op, and it's a, it's a co-op. I mean, like a co-op in every sense of the word. Um, just employee-owned, you know, com- positively communist, like, you know, that kind of thing, on the surface, at least. That More on that in a second. Anyway, so I shop. I tend to shop there because I like supporting them, and also just they... It's fine. A little expensive on some stuff, but cheap on others, so fine. Whatever. Anyway, so I was in there yesterday getting some, some veggies, my little box of veggies that I pick up uh, a few times a week, and... Um, I was at the cashier, I know, I know them all. And so I'm chatting away and there's this other cashier uh, helping this older lady. And I hear, I guess off in the corner of my, you know, periphery, I'm like hearing her, the cashier, who's a, a buddy of mine. She goes, yeah, do you have a supplement card? And the woman goes, no, I don't know. And then she goes, okay, well, we can order it. And it's got kind of bad. And they're kind of, I'm not really paying much attention until finally the older lady, the customer just storms out and says, forget it. Forget it. I'm gonna order it from Amazon and walks out the door. Now you know this customer's always right in general. You one would say the cashier just flips her off in the middle of the just just raised raised hand, almost like a Third Reich raised hand. But imagine rotating your hand palm up and then extending the middle finger. That's what it was in the middle of hippie town. You, I mean, it couldn't almost cannot be more of a hippie town than mendocino and just flipped it off and no repercussions that's the co-op way there's no manager like you can't flip off a customer because there's no manager and the woman just stormed out she flipped her off and then next and i just thought god this is a great and horrible place to live all, all all at once there's almost nothing worse than an angry angry super liberal and here's why because they on the surface they're just all about love and all good. But then you flick that little switch and then it's just anger of mass proportions. And then there's the angry cons- ultra conservative. They're a little bit more wearing it on their sleeve. You kind of know what you're getting right away. You're like, ah, I'm going to back off away from you because there's a lot of crazy going on there. But liberals trick you. The ultra liberal, they trick you. They trick you into the hug and then they just get, get they just shiv you in the kidney. Or so I've heard. The name of the co-op is corners of the mouth which i have googled on occasion to get their phone number if i have to call them and ask them if if they have you know quinoa or hemp seed something like that turns out it's also a infection in the corners of your mouth fungal infection poor choice of name poor choice of name but i love how the woman goes i'm gonna order it from amazon because that hits at the heart of everything uh that this co-op stands for when you say forget it i'll order it on amazon you might as well say i've just kidnapped your child I have some exciting, semi-exciting news for me anyways. And that is that my new book, I didn't know this because the publisher didn't tell me, but it's on Amazon. It's actually there. And the reason I know this is because I was searching around on something. I can't remember what about one of my other books. And then the cover of the new book came up and I was like, good Lord, how did that hit the internet? It's like all under wraps or so I thought. And I thought, well, let me see. This is be on Amazon. Could it? It is it is so i'll tell you the whole title for those of you who and this is gonna if you're listening to this podcast a while you're gonna say okay finally want to hear this because he's been building this up this is going to be the most anticlimactic thing you've maybe ever heard this week but the the subtitle of the book makes me giggle a little bit but it probably won't to you the people i've told it go "Eh." anyway the title of the book is six truths colon live by these truths and be happy don't and you won't that's it it's a little snarky and that's why i think it's funny okay Live by these truths and be happy. Don't you won't. That's kind of how I would read it if I were doing my own audiobook. So if you want to go search on, I'll put a link in the show notes. You don't have to, it doesn't come out until April 13th, 2021. So it's on there. You can pre-order it if you want, but I pre-order it if you want. I shouldn't dissuade you from pre-ordering it. It just serves no purpose because you can order it when it comes out and it comes. That's bad marketing on my part. Thank you to everybody who Patreons me and uh, you know, come, comes, shows up for the show. Shows up for the show. Shows up for the show. Um, I do offer a small step intensive private coaching 12-week thing. This is freaking awesome. I'm digging. I should have done this years ago. Years ago. Anyway, you can always, if you want, click on the link in the show notes and set up a 15-minute free phone call if you want to talk about it with me. Face-to-face, Zoom. My coaches were like, no, you just do phone only. I'm like, I'm not doing phone only. I'm not doing audio only. Okay? I like to see the people's. Fiona's Apples and Oranges. I'm going to talk about Fiona Apple. And if you don't know who Fiona Apple is, I don't know where have you been over the last 20 years, I want to say. Maybe more. She's been out and about for a while, Fiona Apple. And she was one of these um, young uh, artists. I'll I'll call her an artist. I have no problems calling her an artist. She's one of these young artists. And and it was like, uh, you know, she put out an album when she was, you know, 17 or something. And it's a good, good album. Good, good record way back then. I'm not saying that. It's a good record. It didn't flip my lid, but it's a good, it's a good record. So I have not really caught anything about Fiona Apple. As far as I knew, she's stopped playing music, you know, the day after that album came out. I have no idea. Sure enough, these people are doing things, uh, just not on my radar. Um, and so anyway, so I was looking at NPR or something, and they recommended the new Fiona Apple album. And I was like, a new Fiona Apple album? And they thought, they thought it was really good. And I don't always agree on NPR. They're a little okay but sometimes i do so i was like worth it because i i liked her first album way back when so it's called fetch the bolt cutters and i listened to it it's really good okay i'm not i don't want to overhype things i hate when people go it's amazing and then you listen to you're like it's not amazing it's not amazement worthy but i will say i've listened to it about four times now it's a great to me it's a great record like a great record and but but i was thinking about that and tying it into the work i'm doing with my private client and that stuff it's all kind of sometimes this happens where the universe is like in multiple places it's all this theme and so this is when i go time to do a podcast it's because it's on it's happening in multiple areas um but i wanted to talk about the the intangible intangible and sometimes tangible by the way benefit of experience and what this what this does and how this is applied not nearly in just the art area but in just in all of life there is something so rich and rich is like the best word because her first album is is a good it's a good album it's not that it's like great but there's something about listening to a, an artist after they've been making records and lived a life of 30 years longer and I and I think Fiona Apple is somewhat like yeah, everyone's going, you know, apeshit about Billie Eilish. I think that record, it, my opinion, again, fine, whatever. Is good, is good. But it's sort of good attached to the story that she's only 16. Like it's she's everyone goes, it's a great record. And she's 16. Yeah, okay, I I got it. Like it's attached to the story of her being 16. It's not a great, she's not great yet, but she there's definitely to me. There's, a, there's potential there. Absolutely. Fiona Apple sort of hit that stride. She's got that thing of like, done it, done it again, done it again, done it again. And with each time, she gets more experience and also gives less shit about the sort of response of the world. And there's something so rich, I'll use that word again, to listen to an artist, at least this is my perception and that's what you should do with what you listen to. It's your perception too. But there's... I can t- I can just it's there something is there I'm listening to an album it's words it's music but there's something about the freedom of some artists who, based on their experience, get to a place where they're liberated from whatever, and their expression is very much reflective of that liberation and it's just so great to hear that thing, um, and so I wanted to talk about that benefit that benefit if we can get over the need to be perfect right out of the shoot or. Frankly, perfect ever, right? We can experience the joy of creation. We we can move on. And I I actually just did a video on this because this is just where my brain is right now. But um I've talked about this in the first podcast, the approaching the natural one, years ago. But my first album that I ever did when I was like 24, I don't like it. Like I listen to it and it kind of makes me a little cringy. I, you know, I'm glad I did it because the main reason is because at the time I thought it was good. I put it out. Thank God. Because then I was able to get to the second album and then the third album and so on and so forth up to whatever I've done, six albums or something. Seven, maybe. I don't even remember. I'm not going to count now. Jeez. Anyways, and so there is a benefit of experience. There is, you know, the the screenwriters in LA who were sitting in coffee houses when you were able to sit in coffee houses, battling out that screenplay for 10 years because they want it to be the best screenplay ever, not just for them, but just ever. And so they just never complete it to move on. People don't realize how great it is to move on to the next thing. Like there is a incredible power of living that is a result of moving, of, of letting something go so you can move on to the next thing. The, the benefit of having experience doing something is incredibly, uh, it feeds to a good life, a happy life, moving on, always growing, always evolving, learning and moving on and sometimes letting things go that maybe aren't the best thing and that's even more of a reason to let them go don't keep tweaking the crap out of something and talk about how you're writing a book for eight years write the book and get it out of there and so you can move on to the next book because probably the third or fourth book is when you're really going to hit your stride and you and you think about this with movies and you think about this with um artists but there's also just people doing things it's so funny because i'm reading um among the, I finished two novels. Did I tell you that last week. I did. I finished two no- of the novel. I'm reading like six books, and I I finished two. a finished *Jitterbug Perfume*, and I finished *Sarah* by J.T. LeRoy, who's actually a, a buddy of mine. Her name's Laura Albert. That was her pseudonym, anyways. And so now I'm reading. I'm still reading *The Magic Mountain* by Tom- Thomas Thomas Mann. And it's a slog. It's a it's a slog. I'm it's a slog. But anyway, in the book, he talks about how creating new habits. I swear to God, I'm like Thomas Mann. You small step and bastard you. Uh, creating new habits is a way to keep uh, uh, like living well, like happiness. That is, it is that thing of creating new, doing new things, keeping yourself. It's sort of like the, um, you know, you see all these older people doing Sudoku and crossword puzzles because it keeps the you know neuroplasticity, that brain's ability to create new neural pathways. And all. It's amazing stuff. But why crosswords and Sudoku? Like, what about all the awesome shit that you could be doing? Writing new novels, learning how to play an instrument, taking an online course. It it seems to me that there's way cooler things to keep your brain active. But it is about creating new habits. That's what the brain responds to when you stick with something long enough and do things and continuing and then change things up and do more things it it really does keep you vibrant and alive that is absolutely true uh, on a physical level but i'm listening to this album of fiona apples and that's why i put fiona's apples and oranges sort of sort of like she's a different being now and you can hear it and it's like it's, it doesn't. It's independent of her age. It's independent of that. It's all about the fact that she's been doing this a while, and I hear that, and I idealize it. Sure, but I really appreciate it. And as I'm coaching people to, I don't care what age you are, bring in new things, not to you know, not to rely on maybe what even worked for you if you're an artist, like oh, well, this song, this kind of style works for me in the marketplace, but it may not work for you as a human being. And what works for human beings is to build experience on experience and so on and so forth until, wait for it, you are dead. I mean, literally, I don't care what age you are, to bring in new, to, to set your eye on bringing in new things, to have new experiences, to have new, uh, ta- you know, talents, to bring in new activities that you've never done before. Don't worry about crossword puzzles if you think they're fun and you want to do them on a saturday morning that's fine but there's so many other things that you can bring into your life that make life exciting at whatever age if you're physically impaired then you have a still a billion other things to do that are more mental you know online courses what a great time um this all came about also because i you know my book is sort of done you know it's on amazon i turned in the design lisa designed it it looks great on the inside i just couldn't be happier with it i turned that into the publisher and as i'm turning it in i'm looking i kind of looked over the design that she did it's a weird book it's cut up in weird ways and so she just nailed it and so i was looking at it just thumbing through it not thumbing but digitally thumbing through it and and noticing oh i should probably change that sentence and i should oh i maybe want to and i was like oh here we go and i just had to let it go i'm like it's i've drafted i've gone through this thing 1500 times i've had an editor go through it i've had two copy editors go through it i've had two friends go through it it's it's there I don't know what the response is going to be, but it's there and I got to get rid of it so that I can do the next thing. I got to make room for the next thing because I've seen this in myself before. And this, by the way, is where experience comes in. I've, se- I've felt this before. I felt this moment where I want to keep tweaking and tweaking and then I go, I go I'll go i never get this done. I'll never be able to move on. And it's a risk. It's a gamble because maybe if I spent 10 more, you know, drafts on it, it'd be a bestseller. I don't know. I just know that for me, In my life, I got to let this go because I got, I got to, I got to make room for new stuff that I don't, that I want to do. And I don't even know what that new stuff is, how exciting that is. Um, There's an intangible benefit of experience, but you can't get experience unless you finish something and move on to the next thing. You cannot get experience under your belt unless you finish and move on and continue that process forever. And I'm not there yet. And, but, but here's the hitch there there is no there there is no there where you have enough experience to then rest on your laurels it doesn't work that way happiness and vibrancy don't work on resting on your laurels of something that you did 5 years ago or something that you're still working on because you can't finish it and let it go let it go move on and and be open to the next thing that could happen experience is its own benefit
1: off the airplane and started to cry She cried all the way home, face outward to hide I struggled for sentence, I struggled for words Sometimes the silence is what should be heard said this was the third time, and now is the last time, and I could rest assured. She saw death and repetition, but this was now it. she said she was intentional. Just said, oh, stay serious. Walked on a headshot, and there before. I offered a refuge like I'd done before. Said words to convince him couldn't do any good. strong the less misunderstood She said this was the third time and now's the last time I could rest assured She saw death and repetition but this was now and she said she was in tension Tessera City, I this would be the last I said this was the third time This is the last time help me rest assured My judgment falls silent and I learned the last time still I am intentional Term. The stick is out, see, I don't want This might be the land.